1: Episode 95, Dream Big mini-series. Yeah, with Mr. Bob Goff. Yes, the Bob Goff. Bobby Bobby boy. Bobby, Robert Robert Goff. (laughs) So today we're covering parts two and three, which is multiple chapters in there, but that's what we're hitting today. Yeah, and part two
0: is called Set Absurd Expectations. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start with chapter 14, because that is the first chapter in part two. Lots of, lots of numbers. <laughs> lots of numbers. Get your calculators. Here we yes. go. Chapter 14 is called Gather Your Leaves. People who achieve their ambitions, get specific about them. That's true.
1: So I we talked about this a little bit a couple episodes ago, but you'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies. He gives the story about collecting leaves. But sometimes we have all these goals in this huge bucket list, and then it's all kind of blah instead of some really good outstanding ones.
0: Yeah, I think some people get caught up in the producing ideas, but never taking action. So they think that they're making progress by staying in that brainstorming and generating ideas phase, which is very important. But um, before we get too much into this, just remember, at some point you got to take action and uh, move forward. But, yeah, so the first thing he does tell you to do is to write it down. And we are big fans of writing around here. For sure. Journaling, writing. Um, we like to-do lists in general. Checklists are <laughs> always fun. Um, but I do feel like there is something something about the act of actually writing it down. Yes. That it's, like, binding. And maybe it's because, like, in school, if someone was like, She said I was stupid. Like, uh-uh, <laughs> like, can't prove it. But nowadays, people, kids are posting Documentation, stuff. documentation. Yeah, guys, when you post stuff on social media, people can, like, screenshot things. And, mm-hmm. man, so I do think there is that, like, when you go to write it
1: out, you're committed to it. Yeah. Fun fact, journals hold up in a court of law. So, there's that. If you ever needed to write down some information, that would hold up in a court of law, if, you know. Now you got my mind reeling with all the possibilities. (laughs) Uh, Right. Well, I'll let you think on that one. So check out some crime podcasts (laughs) if you need to. So the point is, write all your ambitions down. Anything from, I want to win the lottery to, I want to feed the hungry. It could be anything.
0: Be careful. They don't have to be Miss America answers. Mm -hmm. Okay, we all want world peace. We all want coronavirus to go away. There are lots of examples but make sure that they're specific. So, like you said, uh, or the example he gives, too, mm-hmm. is be generous. Well, that's great. But what are what's a specific way that you could be generous? Maybe it's mm-hmm. with your money. Maybe it's with your time. And, okay, if it's your time, because if you're like me, we don't have a lot of that money thing, then what, what's an area where you could give your time? Is it at church? Is it an after-school program? Maybe you're really good at sports, so you're like, I'll volunteer to be a coach. So the more specific you can get, the better, but don't let that keep you from starting. Start with some general ideas and get specific from there.
1: And we'll talk about this later on, but about how they serve kind of your passions and giftings as well. If you hate kids, don't serve them somehow. Maybe not go coach the youth sport. Just, you know, if you needed to check that one off. Something you can do with goal setting, you may have heard this before, but if not, here it is for fun, it's the SMART acronym, so when you're goal setting, make sure it's something specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. If it fits all of those categories, you're more likely to achieve your goal
0: do you remember doing the acrostic poems in school with, with your, your name? name oh yeah man bodacious like the sam kid only had to do three but like elizabeth <laughs> beth today just yeah she's like call me liz <laughs> new, new phone Who uh, liz? yeah it's liz not elizabeth and then like you tell the kid to do their last name and they're like my name is
1: sam john <laughs> of course it is <laughs> Oh, man. It's like back to bubbling your name in to fill out your testing. But now you don't have to do that anymore. Kids will never know the struggle. Anyway. So once you write down all of these, again, if you need to set a three-minute timer and just go-go gadget, write the list, do it. You can also ask some reliable friends and family. You can look at old journals. You can obviously want you to pray about it and what is God tapping on your shoulder. Yeah, he even reminds you to think back to what made you happy or feel fulfilled in the past. So that's another good idea if you're trying to brainstorm some. Or if there, it's that thing you've been thinking about and can't get it off your mind. We hear all of the time, man, I want to write a book. I have this book idea. Okay, where's your rough draft? Oh, well, I'm still on the planning phases. Okay, so now it's time to get on it. You can do it. We believe in you. All right, so chapter 15 is titled
0: Sizing Up. You can't achieve an ambition without choosing it
1: first. Right, so the first chapter we talked about, you have all these ideas going, lots of plates spinning in the air. We all know how that ends. So now we need to choose one goals that are worthwhile. So you can ask yourself, is it meaningful? Is it worthwhile? Is it going to be something that lasts?
0: Yeah, definitely something being worthwhile. And I see that with students that we work with too. If they know the why behind it, they're much more likely to do it, even if they don't want to. And sometimes pursuing your goals is going to take much more work than maybe you anticipated. Or you're going to have to go and get the extra training. And it might be things you don't want to do. But if you remember your why behind it and you know it's going to pay off and be worth it in the end, that is going to serve as drive on those days where
1: you just don't feel like it. No, God, he's the drive. Something that you can ask yourself is what lights you up? What are you caring about? What are you willing to risk? And also, kind of, why are you afraid of it? Is there a reason that, ooh, it's so risky, but is it something you feel called to do and that you feel like you should do? But, well, what if this person thinks I'm stupid? Okay, well, you're not, so.
0: You're not. And I think that element, I was kind of surprised when I saw him ask. I was following along, following along, and then he said, why are you so afraid? Mm I was like, oh, maybe I'm not supposed to be afraid of my ambition. But then if you think about it, like if it's not that... Challenging, or if there's not a little bit of fear or yeah. risk involved, then that loses some of the pizzazz. Mm-hmm. You want to definitely be smart about your decision and how you pursue it, and that, again, it's going to be worthwhile. But if it doesn't have a little bit of a fear factor, um, I just worry that it's not going to keep you engaged.
1: And then you can also step out on faith in that. So like, let's say you have this dream of starting a program or starting this one thing but the requirement to give you more time to it is quitting your job which can be scary because then that your your fear might be well how are we going to financially support the family what are we going to do there i don't know or and so that's where that's where we want you to pray about it and really see if God is truly calling you to that and then if he is then he's going to provide
0: and i do think it's worth going back um in Jenny Allen's book series we talked about Um, God's character and so if a lot of fear comes from another place um, it's not in God's character that we weren't created to have a spirit of fear but in those moments of fear what are we turning to and we want to make sure that it's God and so definitely like you said Brooke praying about it is the right way to go
1: and that get out of your head mini-series episodes 84 through 91. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: All right, let's move on to chapter 16. It's titled, Get the Sticks Before the Drums. It doesn't matter what your ambition looks like. It
1: matters what it is. Right. If your goal is to fly a plane, you're probably not going to do that day one. Maybe first, let's research and see where do we learn how to fly a plane? Do I teach myself or does someone teach me? Is there a (laughs) book I'm supposed to read? How does this look? Yes.
0: And I like, we really like giving our listeners actionable, practical steps. And so sometimes once you choose an ambition and you're trying to take those first couple steps towards it, um, it can be very overwhelming. And I like how one strategy he talks about is coupling it with something you're already doing. And so if you can find any overlap between what you're doing and the direction you want to go, you'll be able to make progress while still doing what you're doing, and being a busy mom. I love that because trying to find extra time in the day can be really hard. So, um, you know, if you want to fly an airplane, uh, can you listen to some podcasts about pilots while folding the laundry? Not that that information will necessarily help you know how to fly a plane, but it can still um, fire up that passion.
1: Yeah, or it'll point you in another direction like okay maybe i'm not supposed to be actually flying yeah. the plane maybe i'm supposed to be helping people buy the plane tickets yeah I mean or it could be any minor tweak like that but because you're doing the research and starting to take those little steps it helps kind of narrow down what you should be doing yeah and
0: if you're having trouble finding time to do the research um uh, go you know, you're on your phone probably at soccer practice anyways if you're not coaching so get off of social media and say okay my kid has soccer practice every tuesday for an hour I'm going to be intentional about that time and get in the research there. I'm on my phone
1: anyways. Right. Those minor tweaks, I like that. Just, it's already in your everyday life. So, it's not that you're having to find more time, which we talk about in our Everything is Figureoutable mini-series. If you needed to find more time, there are ways that you can find more time. Those are episodes 40 through 51. But, if it's just baby steps, you need to start somewhere and you know you're pressed for time because of life phase or whatever. Like you were saying, Farron. Can I listen to something while I'm folding laundry? When I am brushing my teeth, could I be reciting something that I, or reading something that I have taped on my mirror? It could be anything like that. If your goal is to memorize the Book of James, you could ha, you could do that and have note cards set up on your mirror, for example.
0: Just a few fabulous examples. you fabulous, to go, Brooke. <laughs> All right, are you ready to move on to part three? Part three. So we were just in part two. We did a few chapters. We are now in part three, which it's titled, Explore Opportunities. And the first chapter in part three is chapter 17. And it's titled, Keep the Moon in the Window. The path to your ambitions
1: isn't linear. Keep moving toward them. Right. So the first part two, part two we talked about writing down your list of ambitions, kind of weeding out some of the ones that don't really fit. And maybe they don't fit right now. Circle back later. That's why you keep your journals. And then now we're going to press on and explore through some of the opportunities that are sticking out to you. So we talk about this all the time. Find the roadmap. Find the blueprint. There is someone out there that has either sort of done or has done what you are working on doing.
0: Yeah. And I like that just from the get-go in the title. He says the path to your ambitions isn't linear, meaning it's not a straight shot. There's gonna be some ups, downs, setbacks, launches forward, right? (laughs) So, and then he follows that with up, just keep moving toward them. So, if you have a setback, get up, move forward. Um, If you're in a valley, climb to the peak. If you're on the peak, try to stay up. Man of the
1: mountain. What is that game? (laughs) Queen of the court.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. So, just try to stay on top, always just moving toward. Uh, your ambitions.
1: And it's not like you're going to Google roadmap to blah, blah, blah. But Google could look like, how do I get my pilot's license? Okay. And then whenever I go, we're using the pilot example a lot because that's what Bob Goff wanted to do. Now he's a licensed pilot. If it worked for Bob, it will work for for you. you. (laughs) (laughs) So you can, we also encourage you to ask for help. So if that means finding a company or a leader in whatever it is you're doing, if you're wanting to reach out and help women more, In a Christian way, start at your church. Is there a women's ministry there? Great, go talk to that person. If there's not, maybe that's God's way of saying, maybe you should be that person. I don't know. Talk with him. Yes. And because
0: the path can have all sorts of bumps and twists and turns, um, I like that he encourages us to celebrate the small pieces of progress. A lot of people... In this industry, Tony Robbins, Ed Milette, Rachel Hollis, I mean, the big players, and I'm sure the small players, too, uh, will tell you that if you wait until the end to, like, oh, I'll wait and celebrate and be happy, it doesn't last that long. I don't know if this has ever happened to you. You reach a goal or a milestone, and the satisfaction doesn't last very long because of the way, the growth mindset that you have, you're already looking At the next thing. And so some people wrestle with that and they ask themselves, why can't I just be happy? Instead of taking a different shift in their perspective to say, no, this is positive. This is a growth mindset. I need to remind myself to celebrate these victories along the way. Mm -hmm. So don't delay your satisfaction or your happiness or gratification for some magical moment. Try to find it in the small moments along the way because... Truly, with a growth mindset, you shouldn't really ever
1: hit a finish line. Right. If you ask any Super Bowl player at the end, like, how they're does it feel? they going to Disney World. <laughs> and then, well, and then they say, we'll be back next year. Mm-hmm. Like, that second, it's come and gone, and they're already thinking about next year. And Disney World. And also Disney World. But then very quickly after that, <laughs> going back the next year. So, like, you were saying, and it's very real. Like, if you're trying to... Max out, oh, I want to get a 300-pound deadlift. Once you hit 300, well, okay, I'm never going to deadlift again. No, you want can I get 305? Can I get 310? Like, that's, you're always in the upward trajectory, and that's what we would always hope for everyone anyway, because if you're still on the planet, you still have more work to be done.
0: Yes. So I do like, too, that he talks about in this chapter exploring opportunities. Again, that's the whole title of part three, Um, But he says, again, that this takes focused intentionality. And so I think it is worth repeating, like we said earlier, about coupling your ambitions with what you already got going in life. But if you, I promise you, if you don't feel like you're making progress, one of the top reasons is the focused intentionality on taking the steps forward. Get out of the planning phase and find some focused time to actually take some actionable steps. Mm -hmm. All right. Chapter 18. Yes, ma'am. Is titled, and I am not making this up. You you already know because you have your copy <laughs> of the book, but it says the number for the White House is 202-456-1414. Make the call and know what to say. What was that song that was like, kiss you through the phone, and it like...
1: Yes, see you when I at home. But it had the phone
0: number, didn't it? Um, we'll Maybe. To- Anywho, so back to this book. (laughs) The reason why he gives, it says, again, the number for the White House, make the call and know what to say. And the theme out of that last part, again, is taking action and know what you're going to do when you get there.
1: Right. Nothing is worse when you show up and then have no idea what to say. Mm. You know, maybe rehearse some things. Yeah. Or when someone
0: says something that catches you off guard. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not coming at you, but... The older population often says things that I am not expecting or ready for, and then I just get stuck in that awkward silence where I don't know whether to laugh or say... Are you "You serious? You said that too loud. That was a whispering.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So yes, all the awkward feelings are coming up as we speak. The other thing that he mentions in this chapter is being fully present... And also knowing what you need to cut out. So is there any dead weight that you're carrying that isn't serving your goals? So in our GRIT mini-series, episodes 19 through 25, we talk about high-level goals, mid-level goals, low-level goals, and how every goal should be feeding into what's above it. So if your high-level goal is to read through the Bible in a year, maybe your mid-level goal is have an accountability partner that you talk with once a week. And then maybe a low-level goal is... Find what program I'm going to use, find what journal I'm going to write in, and what time of day am I going to do this?
0: Those are all great examples, Brooke. Whew. You did it. And you mentioned this just a little bit ago, but talking about not only goal setting, but looking at possibly what you need to eliminate. And I know, like all my fellow teachers out there, it seems like things are be always being added to our plates, but nothing is ever taken off. There's not the do the sound, ready? Whew. Yeah, there's not that switching, like, hey, we need you to do this, and so we're going to take all- this. Yeah. It's like a building a pile of something sound. I don't want to know what that sounds like. But <laughs> <laughs> the point is, in order to, like, not get burned out and have longevity with your ambition is not only taking action, but what are some things that you need to, like, go of? As you pursue these goals... Is there anything you can cut out? And you might say no, but think about it. Don't just gut answer right back, knee jerk reaction.
1: <laughs> think about it. And Take really away all your today. streaming services.
0: There oh we go. Did you need something? Goodness, no. <laughs> Take away all
1: your social media. Did you need another thing? Ouch! You're hurting <laughs> me. <laughs> you just got your whole life back, by the way. But you know,
0: those are great examples because he also talks about it's having something that matters so much. You're willing to overcome. A couple of he uses the word impediments. Mm-hmm. An impediment could be uh, feared to make the call. It could be not wanting to get out of your comfort zone and get into any type of discomfort by um, limiting your screen time or you know cutting social media
1: for a while. Maybe you don't do social media one day a week or in the mornings. Don't touch social. Yeah, don't touch social media until two p.m. Yeah, or four when you get off work. <laughs> i mean just suggestions here people. Yes. yeah along with that he talks about protecting your intentions so for example Baron and i we record right now friday nights and we have different goals like the goal of doing witty and gritty we feel called to do that we feel led to do that so we're doing it but we are also having healthy boundaries set in place to where we're not off together recording every night we do it, we try to do it later after our kids go to bed When our husbands get off work, that way it's as minimal disruption to the normal other level goals that we have of being present moms, being present wives. So we have all those goals. So we have to protect our intentions with all of those while having healthy boundaries.
0: See, we never talk about ourselves or give personal examples. Correct. Okay, guys, that wraps up parts two and three. So we're starting to get some traction Um, I feel like part one was selling you on chase those goals, and now we're into creating the list, narrowing it down, taking those first steps, which is not always easy. you got to have the bravery, which is you're scared and you do it anyway. Time is a really big factor, but we talked about ways to maximize your time with things you're already doing and possibly looking for areas to cut back and ultimately make sure that your ambitions are worthwhile and celebrate the small progress that way you can have the longevity
1: of this experience let it be known there's only one tiny chapter in this book that actually talks about brainstorming everything else is doing so be ready
0: yes ratios are muy importante
1: Mm -hmm. we are math
0: mathletes here
1: mathletes what up friends Mm -hmm. all right see you in the next episode bye We help hardworking Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have more joyful lives. We love providing our
0: Christian-based, personal growth podcast to our listeners at no cost. If you are enjoying the content, please consider supporting our mission by donating to
1: our Patreon. We're a small team, creating the show for our community by researching, recording, and producing the episodes ourselves. Any amount is greatly appreciated. Your support will help offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you can receive exclusive access. For more details on specific membership tiers, visit our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash wittyandgritty. We've included the link in the show notes.